Welcome to the Heal Everything Podcast with none other than Tama Aziz Serwa. You are not here by coincidence. This is a sacred space for the holy, ratchet woman who knows that she has the power to heal everything. I'm going to help you learn some new things, create a legacy of healing, elevate your mind. You do not want to miss an episode of this podcast. So make sure you subscribe and you share and you favorite us. And invite your sisters because we're about to have a powerful conversation. Tune in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heal Everything podcast. You are listening to Reverend and High Priestess Tama Aziz Sewa. And this is our first episode of 20. 22. We are thrilled that so many of you continue to resonate with this podcast and the conversations that we're having here. And I pray that you spent this time with your family or with yourself, enjoying closing some things out and getting clear on some of the things you want to do next. And so the first series of this year, we're going to start by having a conversation about sacred sisterhood. Yeah. This is one of my favorite topics, by the way. If you've been following me for a while, then you know I love, 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 love to talk about sisterhood. I like to talk about what works well in sisterhood, and I like to talk about what doesn't. I like both. I like both conversations. I feel like both are necessary. And so tonight's topic, we're going to zoom in on, are you too scared to be available? So I want you to take a deep breath in through the nose out through the mouth and I want you to not only hear these words but see where you feel them in your body you my love are so impeccable with your self care that you no longer can tolerate vibrational mismatches Mm. you my love this is my decree are so impeccable (laughs) With your self-care that you can no longer tolerate vibrational mismatches. Yeah. Place your hand over your heart and say, it's not personal. It's vibrational. So when you begin to be intentional about the types of relationships you have, particularly relationships with other women... And sisterhood There are one or two things That I see often in my work with women I see a lot of trauma bonding That women are trying to recover From unresolved trauma Through their relationships With other people And that's normal Right? That's instinctual We are communal beings However, your healing is your responsibility Right? So relationships can become heavy When someone expects you to accommodate what is not resolved within themselves, just give passes, just understand, oh, I don't use my words because when I was in high school, I went through this. I hear you. I understand. But um, I need you to work on that and elevate if you're going to be in relationship with me. Right. So those things happen. There's a lot of trauma bonding. I've seen a lot of codependency where 
women love each other so much, they form the subconscious entanglements that have them only feeling successful, established, and on track when they got a circle of women rooting for them. But something happens in the mind and spirit of a woman who stands on her own and then creates her circle. Don't miss that. That was gold. Something powerful happens when a woman learns how to stand up in a fuller expression of herself on her own. It's like the moment when you watch your child take their first steps and then create out of that vibration. Remember, everything is energy. Everything is energy. And so I see that. And then I see beautiful, balanced healthy exchanges between women too I see that I see communities of women who genuinely keep it 100 what you see is what you get they love themselves therefore they're in a position to give a lot of love to the people they interact with I've seen the full range so let me bring it home to you because the reality is it doesn't really matter what anybody else is doing your life is your own are you happy with the relationships you have with other women. And if you're not, what needs to be recalibrated? When you're too scared to show up for sisterhood, and I've been there, I have uh, for years now had an experience of clearing and releasing people every single year. I finally feel like I'm at the end of the cycle. Um, And my therapist helped me with this because she said, Tama, a lot of childhood relationships are trauma-bonded relationships. So as you begin to elevate and grow, the relationships have challenges because they want the old version of you. They don't want who you have become. They want Melinda. They don't want Tama, right? So I've had years of practice in my skills of conflict resolution, um, speaking my truth, uh, transforming relationships but also knowing when to release them and releasing them at a high vibration because everything is not actually uh, required to last forever there are some relationships some of y'all listening right now got a friend from high school and when you left college you should have kind of wrapped that up but you still holding in there because you are aligning with the false illusion of loyalty but I prefer the principle that there's a time and season for everything and so I choose alignment over hanging in there right and when you're trying to decide what to be available for it's helpful when you actually are rigorously honest with yourself And with the other person. So a mistake that a lot of, um, I won't say a mistake, but what I see a lot of women do is they check out. They don't use their words. They redirect. They slowly withdraw and don't even give the opportunity for iron to sharpen iron. Relationships are designed to reflect to you things about yourself that you can learn from other people's perspective. Relationships are designed to help you see things about yourself that other people can reflect to you through their perception. So yeah, conversations, flushing things out, 
learning how to talk to the person you're having an interaction with versus talk about them to other people that know them. Those things are essential to having high vibrational relationships in sisterhood. And when women experience trauma, it affects their level of self-trust. And it's hard to trust somebody else when you don't even trust yourself. So now the narrative becomes, I'm always having issues with women. No, you're just still learning how to create the outcomes that you want. So self-trust is important. Don't put that before, don't put before self-trust trying to force yourself to trust other people. Because you can't give what you don't have. So some of you may have a real anxiety, a real fear of other women. Sometimes your mother wound is triggered. Sometimes your daddy wound is triggered. As soon as the love and the friendship gets deep, you, you don't know if you can trust it. You start retreating, right? Those are things that you don't just take note on, but you decide, what am I going to do about what I'm saying show up within me? Sometimes people try to bypass that and say, what do I need to do about what is showing up in this exchange? But whatever is showing up in the relationship is always a reflection of something that is stirring up inside of yourself. So in a nutshell, the best option is always, always to go deeper within. And deeper within may feel like isolation. It may feel like disconnection. But you do it with the intention of knowing I'm coming back out. I'm going to continue to interact. But in this moment, I need to clarify. I need to reflect. I need to look at some things. I need to decide who I want to be friends with. Not just who wants to be friends with me. And this was a big part of my shift this year. My entire life. My mother used to be very concerned when I was younger. Because I would always have a flock of people who wanted to get really, really close to Tama. Oh, I want to be your sister. Oh, I love you so much. I want to be in your, your life. And because I have a very big heart, I will make room for people. But this year, after the last two people that I had to release, I said, listen, I can't be investing in vibrational mismatches. Because the pain of recognizing it and having to snatch it out. I'm a Kali type of energy. I'm a Shekmet type of energy. I will bring life and death equally. So I kill relationships very efficiently. Um, and But it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of work for me emotionally. And so I've learned that I can save myself some time. <laughs> and I can save myself some energy if I would vet better on the front end. So I could go to an event full of women and the old version of Tamer used to walk out of there making all these casual covenants with the women in the room. But the new version of Tamer will walk in and walk out only with connections that vibrate at my frequency. And I used to feel guilty when I initially began my process of trying to decide what relationships I will show up for and which ones I won't 
because I felt like I was being selfish. Like, who are you to feel like I'm here? So unless people are here, then no. But for me, it's not that it's deeper. It's resonance. It is alignment. I'm no longer on the path of trying to achieve the right circle of friends. I did that for years. Now I'm on the path of summoning and aligning with. And I'm so um, skillful at loving without attachment. The alignment can last for a day while we're at a conference and workshops all day. Or it can last for years. I'm not attached. I don't need to possess you to love you and have a loving exchange. And that clarity is the direct result of me reestablishing my self-trust, learning that Tama, just because certain relationships and dynamics don't play out the way you thought they would, that doesn't mean that you're flawed. It just means you're learning. You're still working through how do I navigate creating the relationships that I want, especially with other women. It starts with self-trust. Do you even trust that you are good, that you are kind, that you're a great listener, that you do know how to show up and be present? And I'm going to throw this in the conversation. Do you realize that it's okay to outgrow the need-based paradigm for relationships? I need you. You my sister because every time I went through it, you was there for me, right? That whole I can only find your value in this relationship when there's crisis and your presence help address it. No, we're going to elevate in 2022, right? We're going to have relationships because we want to and because they make sense. To my business people, listen, I'm going to say this and, you know, some of you may understand and some of you may not, but there's certain relationships that ain't good for your brain. It's not good for your brand to be rolling with certain people. And you know it. You have felt it in your core. You have felt it in your body. You know it's not a good look for where you're headed. So why are you holding on to it? Right? And then the pendulum swings to the other end and you run it from all relationships because the self-trust is missing. So now you become scared to be available because you want to make sure you don't repeat certain cycles. The only way to make sure that you get the skills to not repeat certain patterns and cycles is to practice. It's like a sport. How am I learn to shoot the basketball in the hoop if I don't shoot the basketball towards the hoop? So if I don't make it the first couple of times, I'm going to just retreat and say, no, I'm not available. Stop hiding. Redeem yourself, reclaim your time, prove to yourself that you're a phenomenal friend. (laughs) And part of that process is getting clear on what friendship means to you, being clear on what it looks like for you to engage. What are your qualifiers? How are you vetting people? How are you vetting yourself? How are you flowing without attachment? Not trying to plug people into your wounds that haven't healed but learning how to have balance you know how many times I've had to say to my sisters please 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 get in therapy I had a former friend I used to sit on the phone with her two plus hours a day giving her therapy I never got compensated for 
because she would not evolve herself. So it's okay, my sisters, to look at how someone lives and decide if it's a vibrational match to how you live. Because when you peek in Tamer's life, you're going to find me every day making specific decisions to heal everything. And what's nourishing for me is to be around people who are doing the same in their own lives. Right. And, you know, when when I was in that form of friendship, I remember this energy of obligation, feeling obligated to show up because I was very aware of how much adversity that she would take herself through and sometimes that she would go through. And so I used to have a value system that said I need to be available when my friends are going through because that's what good friends do, right? Then I started practicing some other options. And I started being intentionally rude and checking out in certain ways to measure if there was an unhealthy codependency or expectation of Tamer. Because I, I could recognize when the scales were not balanced. And it is my responsibility to take care of my energy, to be mindful of my input and my output. And I choose relationships with other women who understand and live a similar principle that they too are responsible for their input and output. So those kind of dynamics end up being ones where we're not easily offended. We're not um, afraid of conflict because conflict does not mean love is absent. We literally are just flowing and co-creating a beautiful exchange and being masterful alchemists of how our energies interact. Right? So I'm offering you to evaluate as you continue in 2022, what kind of sisterhood relationships do I want? Do I want to be available for? And when you think about certain relationships, don't um, bypass when you feel resistance. Why am I hesitating to call this person back? Why am I struggling to want to go to show up to their thing? And, you know, like what is really the foundation of this relationship? And is it a match to who I have become? Not who I was, but who I am in the moment. And if you find that you got some vibrational mismatches, I invite you to start thinking about how to lovingly disengage. You are not obligated to be in relationship with anybody. If it does not feel nourishing to your soul, my therapist said to me, Tama, you deserve to have relationships where people know how to take care of you. Because I became hyper-independent. I became uh, so comfortable with disappointment that I was in a chronic state of being prepared for it. Mm. All right, somebody's about to get a healing right now that's listening to what I just said. I was so used to being disappointed. I just decided at a subconscious level to always be prepared for it. And I'm still working through that. I've done a lot of work around that. But when you give all of yourself to other women 
and they act like you didn't give them anything at all. And they betray you by creating a narrative. And let me speak to this. When women create a narrative um, about you to justify their behavior, that is a form of betrayal. Because you don't need to mischaracterize or even try to characterize who I am to speak your truth. But you got to have a certain emotional IQ to know that. Right. So I've seen women come into my office needing healing because a friendship, um, one incident deteriorated the whole friendship and the other person treated that one moment as if it was the summary of the entire relationship. Ridiculous things, right, that we do when we don't have the right skills to relate to one another at a high level. And so my point is, yeah, I, I am diligent about resetting the part of my trauma brain that anticipates disappointment because when I'm anticipating disappointment I will not show up and I know that about myself so I call myself higher so I can have higher experiences I can't wait to hear your feedback about our conversation tonight I hope that it was insightful for you and I hope you heard something that you need needed to hear as you enter into 2022 and pop into Let the Womb Be Heard, uh, my Facebook group, and share your insights and ahas. We have some incredible episodes in this season of Sacred Sisterhood for the podcast. So trust me, you want to make sure that you have favorited and turned on all the things to be notified of when the episodes drop because I got some guests coming in and they are fire. And they are some of my own gurus around sacred sisterhood. So it's going to be a powerful uh, series. I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And I hope you have the kind of relationships with other women that you desire. Peace.